Hello and welcome to Sifting Through the Shit. I'm your host, KT. Today's date is August 30th, 2021. It's been a while since I've done a podcast. I've been pretty busy uh, training my nephew to hopefully someday take over the business and um, some personal stuff too. So let's talk about the Rona for a second. Um things to think about here first is australia where apparently you have zero rights there's videos coming out of them pulling people out of their homes and um, actually pulling children out of the homes of parents because the they don't want to get their children vaccinated and then you've got israel which is the most vaccinated state if you will in the world. And there are reports that over 40%, I've actually heard 75%, but I probably believe at least 40% of the current <clears throat> cases that are coming in. Now, cases, not deaths, are people who have been vaccinated. I've been saying all along, I will not get vaxxed. And things would have to get very, very bad for that to happen, for me to get vaxxed. So let's move on to what's going down in Afghanistan. I've had a couple theories on this. First, um, this will be used to oust Biden out of um, the quote-unquote presidency via the 25th Amendment. There's also rumor that Kamala's parents were not U.S. citizens, therefore she is not qualified for the presidency. That seems a little hokey to me, but we'll see, I guess, maybe. Here's my deepest, darkest fear with Afghanistan. The plan for 2016 was Hillary was going to win. Hillary was going to get us into a World War III situation in the course of her planned eight-year presidency. America would lose this war through piss-poor planning, not because there's a country that's mightier than us Um, through optics um, the media portraying our military people as being horrific abusers of humanity as they often do and losing any war that America is in, I mean, outright losing to where we have to surrender our government would mean the abolishment of the Constitution. And basically, other than chipping away at it for decades as they've done, that would be a fast track to getting rid of the Constitution, which the Constitution believe it or not, has been the saving grace for the whole world. You've probably heard before that America is the only 
nation that stands between a one-world government. And that's because our citizens are armed and because we don't want to be ruled by a governing agency that, you know, is basically totalitarian. We are getting a taste of what that would be like now with this worldwide pandemic, which is funny. Um, Jen Psaki, the White House spokesperson the other day, called it a pandemic. Do you think she slipped up there? Or do you think that that's what they call it behind the scenes? Yeah. So, <clears throat> how would they turn Afghanistan into um, our World War Three, our loss of our beloved Constitution? Well, currently, from what I'm hearing reports of, the State Department released files to the Afghans, the Taliban, of people who actually helped over there. And this is going to turn into mass genocide. Once we are out of there, which I believe Tuesday is the deadline, they're just going to start going after these people and killing them. There's also reports that people, American citizens, now whether Afghanis that had converted to America somehow and became a citizen, I do not know, but these people have made their way through checkpoints, through military blockades, and have made it all the way to the Kabul air, airport only to be denied flights out by our government saying that they didn't fill out the paperwork right. Interesting how we let people on our southern border just flow in with no paperwork trail. No testing of this pandemic. But yet, if you're a U.S. citizen in a country that's about to collapse, eh, you didn't dot an I here, you didn't cross a T here. You're stuck. Also, look at what they've done to our military over there. You know, we were over there for 20 years. And for what? For nothing. It's, it's appearing. And this is going to dishearten a lot of military people. In fact, there was a uh, lieutenant who um, has resigned his post after he was told that he would be fired for coming out and basically criticizing the military. And now the military leadership has put out um, notice to former um, retired military that if you criticize the quote-unquote commander-in-chief or the military, that you will be held accountable in you know, U.S. military justice code, whatever. They can't do it. it it's the... The rule that they are citing is for only for active duty people. But another, nevertheless, the plan is to discourage our military so bad 
that people just start exiting the military in mass and people not wanting to go into that sort of situation is going to leave recruiters in a bad place too thus weakening our military so that when we get into a world war 3 situation we will be more easily overcome <clears throat> now obviously this is all black hole speculation tin hat or tin foil whatever you want to call it um but you know, it's funny, last year's conspiracies are this year's facts. I want to see Dr. Fucci audited, going back 30 years. I want to know what this bastard's been up to. I want to see how he's profiting from this. I want to see the things that he's put into place to profit from this. I cannot imagine what things will be like a year from now, let alone four years from now. These are really scary times that we're living in if you're paying attention I guess if you have your head in the sand no big deal how's the term go ignorance is bliss right now I really kind of wish I was ignorant but I guess if the whole world becomes informed and we all stand up as one, we can take this shit back. I've been seeing school board meeting after school board meeting of parents rising up and saying, no, our children will not be vaccinated, will not be forced to wear a mask in school. You know, it's funny, back when we had the mask mandate still here in the state of Michigan, I had um, purchased a box because some of my vendors and my customer require it within their building. And I decided to read the side of the box. And the box did say, basically, this protects against nothing. Now, you could say they put that there for liability reasons. Or you could say that they put that there because it's true. I mean, if you think about it, unless you duct tape that thing to your face and seal all around the edges, it's not protecting you against shit. Just like these vaccines, you know. <clears throat> I don't understand how, if you're one of these people who are terrified of this thing, that you can believe that you're wearing a mask and I'm not wearing a mask that I'm somehow a threat to you. You're vaccinated against the disease. I'm not vaccinated against the disease. Somehow I'm a threat to you. I, I don't, it's mind boggling to me. 
That's like wearing a condom and thinking that the other person's going to get you pregnant. It just, I don't, I don't get it. Or it's not really a very good example. It's like, here, here we go. It's like you're in a car crash. There's two cars. One person had their seatbelt on. The other person did not. The person who had their seatbelt on has a huge bruise and a broken shoulder and blames the person who didn't have their seatbelt on for the huge bruise and the broken shoulder because they didn't have their seatbelt on. It's just—it's absolutely asinine. There's no logic behind it whatsoever. <coughs> Excuse me, must be the Rona. <coughs> Anyhow, so I've been noticing as I dining out and partaking in life that there are more people now wearing masks out in public again. Um, I would say 25% or less. Um, every time I see a mother out with her children and all of them are unmasked, I almost feel compelled to go up to them and say thank you for not trying to raise your child in fear. I've been to Hong Kong, and this was in 2012. And there again, less than 25% of the population, but there were people that just wore a mask as an everyday part of life. I don't want to live in a country like that. I don't want to live in a country where we fear every little thing. Hell, for that matter, I don't want to live in a country where I have to go to the airport two hours ahead of time so they can put a frickin' put me through a, a device that basically shows me from head to toe naked before I get on a plane. In 1992, when I returned from technical training, I got off the plane and my wife was on the tarmac to meet me. It was a little small airport, small town small plane <clears throat> just had a little staircase and it, it just I want to go back to that time you know we let these people pull their little stunts to see how well they can control us on different levels and now we all accept that, you know, we have to take our shoes off and go through all these devices. And, you know, unless you're actually boarding the plane, you can't go past a certain point. I'm tired of it. Absolutely tired of it. We shouldn't be living like this. Not to sound racist or however you want to label it, but I'll get on a plane chuck full of people who look like the people that supposedly flew those planes into those buildings on 9-11 from point A to point B 
with no fear of any of us going through any sort of security. When are we all going to wake up? When are we all going to decide that we, your neighbor, the person that lives down the street, the person who you have opposing political views with is not your enemy. It's the people that sit in office. And so let's speak about that for a second now that we're on the subject. So I'm seeing people like Lindsey Graham out there criticizing the Biden administration. And I just shake my head and think to myself, shut the fuck up. All of you cocksuckers are to blame for this. Every last one of you have blood on your hands. If for no other reason for not challenging the 2020 election. Not to mention, we all know the reason you didn't challenge the 2020 election. It's because you knew if we kept digging deep enough, we'd find out that 99% of you are sitting in your seats illegally because your election was rigged to get you there as well. You know it, and we know it. And as these audits come out, the whole world's going to find out. And this is going to be a domino effect, not just in the U.S., but throughout the world, because our CIA and probably agencies that we don't even know about have been influencing elections all over the world to get the desired outcome that they want. I, for one, am tired of it. You know, I'm tired of all the meddling in other countries' business. I'm tired of all of it. I'm just tired of it. We'll see where the next few years bring us. I cannot run for any political office until probably about 2025 for reasons in which I'm not going to go into here, but 2025, I should be in the clear. Who knows if we'll even have elections by then. Or a nation by then. So, food for thought. We are living in times where evil is showing its face more than ever. Which some say is because evil is losing and it's you know, kind of fighting back like a animal stuck in a corner. I hope they're right.
I pray not as much as I've used to because um, I've been with my nephew more and for me, prayer is a private thing. But I'm going to try to change that a little bit. <clears throat> Maybe it'll inspire him a little. I'm going to end this podcast now by saying that pray for peace, prosperity, and freedom for the entire world. I can see a world with that, and it would be truly amazing. A world where people don't want to rule other people. They just want to do their own thing live their own lives I can't imagine trying to rule somebody I just want to live my life and be left alone on that note God bless have a good day